episode number 367. When you go to a doctor and he or she prescribes a medication, there's a lot of precision behind it. Name of the medication, dosage, with food or without food, morning or evening. But we also need the same level of specificity for exercise prescription. And there are four parameters to exercise prescription. Welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis Tutalenhoff, where we talk about life, dreams, social media, and business. Well, hello and welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis Tutalenhoff. Folks, you know, your boy is always fired up, ready to bring you a little uh, energy, fuego in your nights, weekends, days, whenever you are listening to the podcast today. But after this show, I think you're going to want to think about your fitness, your game, your nutrition, and how you can uh, take that to the next level, whether you're at your peak performance already and uh, or you're you're just barely getting started. There's a place for everything. And uh, I always say you're always constantly learning. But Mr. Igor Klibanoff, Igor, are you ready to be real? I'm ready to be real. Really looking forward to this. Absolutely. Uh, And this is a gentleman that lives and breathes fitness, nutrition, uh, helping people get over many different things from anxiety, depression, diabetes, and obviously a lot of things that you hear, obviously, in our in our pharmaceutical ads that, you know, you can kind of solve with exercise and nutrition. And uh, you've written specifically over seven books, it looks like here on the, on the topics, and we'll get into that. But then on a daily basis, obviously, you're also helping kind of consult and uh, and help educate uh, and push folks on a one-on-one basis and, uh, and basically getting them returns, helping them get and achieve over some of these chronic illnesses. And uh, bottom line, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're you know planning to be an entrepreneur, if you are a, a successful marketer, or if you're in any capacity, having a little exercise. And also, like I said, even if you're doing it on a full-time basis, and this is your game, you got to learn. We're always constantly learning. And so Mr. Igor, tell me, take me back into your journey. Um, were you always interested in fitness? Were you always interested in the body and, uh, and how it works, et cetera? Yeah, it started literally at the very beginning. Before I was even a year old, my dad would make me hang off a chin-up bar, uh, develop upper body strength. So if you can imagine wow. a baby, you can't even walk yet, but hanging off a chin-up bar, uh, that, that was me. Um, wow. Then when I was six, at that time I was uh, living in Israel, so swimming weather is five or six months of the year. Um, he would take me jogging with him and then some doing some exercises on the on the chinna bars and then swimming. Um, at eight, I got into sorry, at seven, I got into tennis. At at eight or nine, I got into martial arts. Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean, but up until you know high school, I thought it was just a hobby. Um, in the last year of high school, I thought, hey, I like it as a bit more than a hobby. Let's see if I can make a profession out of this. Um, so I actually did this professionally. So I applied to a kinesiology program um, mm-hmm. at a university, completed my, my, my bachelor's um, in kinesiology, and, uh, and been, this is what I've been doing my entire adult life. Wow. And then also talk to me about, um, you know, the transition of, uh, you know, you can work on people one-on-one, but when you have a book at scale, uh, you know, a lot more than people can, can be a, learn from you, but also uh, you can touch more people, just like a podcast, you know, than I could one-on-one, uh, even in the interview style. So talk to me about what made you passionate about writing. Writing? Were you always interested in writing too? Because that's uh, seven books is quite a bit, my dude. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I wasn't always interested in writing. Um, I, I mean, before I just wrote for school projects and that was it. Uh, but then I started talking to other personal trainers and I'm telling them about, you know, what's all, what's on my mind, what I'm reading, what I'm researching. And, um, I, I thought every personal trainer knew this, but apparently not. So I thought, mm. Hey, maybe I'll put out a book for personal trainers. Um, so I did that book is called unlimited progress, how you can unlock your body's potential. 
Um, it's actually been been re-released um, on Amazon uh, just recently under a new name called Run Faster, Jump Higher, Go Farther. Um, so that, that, that's my, my latest one. Um, so it, it, it got a great reception. Um, it taught a lot of personal trainers what they didn't know. Uh, but then I saw that, well, obviously personal trainers know more than a general public. Uh, so I started releasing books for the general public. Mm. Uh, my one of the first ones is uh, this one, Stop Exercising the Way You Are Doing It Now. Um, Ooh, and by the nice. way, if people want a free PDF version of the book, they can just visit fitnesssolutionsplus.ca slash stop exercising. Um, and this is based on, uh, I used to do a lot of uh, corporate speaking engagements uh, before COVID. Um, and one of the most common topics I did was um, uh, facts and fallacies of fitness. And that became this book. Um, eventually, I started speaking more and more um, to speak to, to corporate speaking engagements about three, uh, three, 350 uh uh, speaking engagements, and around that time, HR managers started asking me, uh, do you do presentations about mental health? My answer was, well, I have no personal or professional experience with it, so no. I spoke to the second HR manager. She asked the same question. I had wow. the same answer. By the time the fifth or sixth HR manager asked me, do you do presentations about mental health? I said, all right, yes. Uh, so I can go into a speaking engagement not really knowing what to say and just giving general information that everybody already knows. I want to be, you know, um, on the cutting edge. So right. I started to do the clinical, the medical research, looking at the journals, the literature, and see what, is, what does the medical literature say objectively, what type of exercise is the, is the best form for, um, for anxiety and depression. Um, I've done probably about 40, 50 speaking engagements about mental health and eventually came out with the mental health prescription. Um, yeah. And uh, more and more clients started coming. They had high blood pressure. They had uh, diabetes, et cetera. So the blood pressure book came out. <laughs> Let's go, uh, baby. Which became a bestseller uh, within uh, one day of publication. And my, my second most recent, which came out just about five, six weeks ago, type two diabetes reversal secrets. Ooh. Yeah, these are all really important right now. Especially with the, yeah, yeah. With the, with the 19, you know, uh, diabetes is right on line with the uh, you know, comorbidities. Yeah, one of the biggest uh, modifiable risk factors for COVID-19 is obesity and diabetes. If you can actually improve those, your chances of surviving um, uh, symptomatically or asymptomatically are way better. Right. Even if you have the vaccine, because we're seeing people get the breakthrough infections now. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so important. I've always said it's so important to uh, have your vitamins, have your nutrition, uh, you know, make sure your body's full of great food. And also, if you haven't made these changes, now's the time. Uh to, to take a look in the mirror and say, hey, you know, we got we got to make these changes because you're going to see that your life will be better with some exercise, with some nutrition. Yeah. But tell me about the, the, the things that people can do uh, to, to, to exercise, uh, to, to reduce anxiety or blood pressure, some of these things right now that they're experiencing. Sure. Um, the, the overall message in most of my books is that you just need to make one tiny little change to make a big difference. Mm. Now, of course, it's great if you combine different changes. Um, all of my books are basically divided into four sections, exercise, nutrition, supplements, sleep. Gotcha. Um, and the cool thing is that you don't need to do all four to have really good results. Now, it would be better if you did all four, but you don't have to. Uh, so in terms of anxiety, um, there, there, there needs to be some precision, specificity, in exercise prescription, in the sense that when you go to a doctor and he or she prescribes a medication, there's a lot of precision behind it. Name of the medication, dosage, with food or without food, morning or evening. Right. But we also need the same level of specificity for exercise prescription. And there are four parameters to exercise prescription. Frequency, how many times per week? 
intensity, how hard, duration, how long, or with strength training, how many sets and reps, and in um, and uh, type, what 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 kind, mm. uh, stre- uh, strength training, cardio, or stretching. So oh, from that right. perspective, for anxiety, the optimal frequency is three to five times per week. It appears that six or seven are no better than five than five than three to five. Gotcha. Um, two is less good, is worse than three. So that seems to be the the happy medium. The five. intensity, this one's very important. Moderate intensity is superior to both low intensity and high intensity for gotcha. anxiety. But for depression, it's the opposite. For depression, high intensity is high. better than moderate. Pushes you, yeah. like pushes that shit right out of you. Just pushes yeah. you in the trenches like Joe Rogan or someone like that. Say, you know, yeah, yeah. you work out hard. You're not going to have any other problems besides just, I'm happy just not be having to work out and take a shower. And uh, and you feel, yeah. your body feels euphoric after a hard workout. Um naturally naturally i mean you're just gonna feel like a crazy euphoria and you did it you push yourself so that should get you out of some of those trenches of depression and things like that but it's interesting you say moderate because let's just be real i'm about to be 40 39 right now it's all about that moderation consistently because you don't want to go too hard on the bench press or too hard here and then you end up hurt you know and then you're out for weeks at a time uh you know so that consistent moderation is most important but but be consistent about it Correct. Consistency trumps everything. Um, and intensity, uh, like there's no good intensity or bad intensity. It's the appropriate intensity for the goal. Right. If the goal is anxiety reduction, moderate is better than high. If the goal is depression reduction, high is better than moderate. Gotcha. Now, if somebody has neither anxiety nor depression and they have other goals, then again, different different intensities for different goals. Um, as I always say in my presentations, there's no such thing as good or bad. There's only correct application. Right. Absolutely. And then being, like I said, I always say it's, it's real easy to, to figure your diet out. Chicken and broccoli for the rest of your life and you can't eat anything else. And uh, we all know that will get you more results than the one we're eating right now. But, uh, you know, human nature is we want to eat a steak. We want to have a little dessert here and there. And that stuff is OK, too, because that also makes us uh, human. But it's just not you're eating sodas and cakes and stuff all the time. You know what I mean? And uh, and I think so in general is just not good probably at all to have uh in general there's so many different alternatives on that like the i like the uh lacroix which is a you know a little flavored uh you know water but it's it, there's nothing in there besides just the uh, you know water um uh yeah. and it, it kind of tricks the placebo in the mind if you want something different than water or actually i also like liquid iv which is a great product for hydration and things like that uh hydration is very important right yeah, hydration is very important. There are a lot of myths surrounding hydration, mm. uh, but of course, yeah, as you, I mean, uh, water or liquid in any, in any form um, is uh, I don't, I don't it's like Goldilocks. You don't want too much. You don't want too little. You want just right. Got I do you. see a lot of uh, people, especially trainers, carrying around giant jugs of right. water. Right, um, They're doing something great for their health. Now, with anything, any nutrient, and water is a nutrient. Uh, if, you, if you go from deficient to sufficient, you're doing wonderful things for your body. If you're going from sufficient to excessive, you're not doing very good things for too your much. body. Again, like Goldilocks, not too little, not too much, just right. Totally makes sense. Totally makes sense as far as on anything, on anything, yeah. supplementation or anything like that, too, because I think that, uh, you know, you can take supplements and your body can transform, but then you don't take those supplements and you don't look the same, you know, uh, as well. I've seen that happen within a few of my buddies who are in the, the uh, you know, fitness, real bodybuilder trying to, you know, compete at the shows and stuff like that. And uh, yeah. they're, they're basically looking different uh, based on the supplementation they're taking, uh, you know, that time based on the cycles and seasons and blah, blah, blah. And uh, 
not everyone's going to be at that level, but I also think supplementation is very important to you uh, as well. What supplements would you always suggest for some of the people that are listening as well? Like if they aren't taking any vitamins, supplements, et cetera, are there any ones that you really love to have in people's diets? All the supplements are really on a, on a case-by-case basis. I gotcha. think there's a lot of supplements out there that are very overblown, uh, mm-hmm. where there's just not enough evidence that they're effective. Right. Uh, now, that's not going to stop supplement companies from, from putting unproven or disproven supplements or ingredients into supplement formulas. Right. But there's a reason why they put it in there. Yeah, of course, there's profit. But uh, more than that, sometimes they are proven in petri dishes or in mice or in rats. We can't generalize from mice, rats, and petri dishes to people. That's reason number one. Uh, reason number two, why why there's research behind it, even though it's it, I, I still consider it unproven, is the dose. Uh, it, 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 what two, two milligrams in a mouse is very different than two milligrams in a person. Gotcha. Um, Mice only mice weigh less than a kilogram. Most people are seventy plus kilograms. Right. Uh, so you're gonna, you're gonna take a whole lot more of that supplement to be equal in yeah. uh, in the effect. Yeah, and the, the most you can actually fit inside a capsule or a pill is just one gram. Um, now, if a mouse needed one gram, a person might need seventy grams. You need like six tablespoons of that supplement. Take 80 pills and then you'll be... <laughs> yeah, exactly. And a third reason why, why manufacturers put unproven ingredients in there is the delivery mechanism. Maybe in the studies they use an injection, but in a supplement, they put it in a capsule and it's not the same thing. They they work in the body differently. Gotcha. Uh, so there's a number of different reasons why unproven supplements make it into, um, into formulations um, and yet say proven by science. Yes, they're proven, but it's not it's not proven at that dose or for that organism person mm, um, very or at that delivery mechanism. So having said that, there are there are a few supplements that are tried, tested, and true. And again, it's on a case-by-case basis, uh, depending on what we're presenting with. Uh, the average person is going to sound very boring, but a multivitamin. Um, and even then, not all the time. Um, six days on, one day off. Six gotcha. weeks on, one week off, et cetera. Um, Besides that, I can't think of a heck of a lot that's like a ha- you have to take it. Protein, if you're de- again, you're, if you're deficient in protein, taking more Thank protein you. through supplements will do great things for you. If you're getting enough protein in your diet, more protein isn't good. It's not mm. bad, but it's not good. Uh, same thing with any vitamin, vitamin C, vitamin D. If you're deficient in vitamin D, going from deficient to sufficient will do great things for you. If you're sufficient and you go to excessive, you can get soft tissue calcification. You're putting your, you're, you're putting your heart at greater risk of heart attacks. And, mm. and, uh, from vitamin C, for instance, from vitamin C, too much vitamin C, too much vitamin C can give you diarrhea. Uh, too much vitamin C can give you um, iron overload. You can have excessive iron, even though you're eating the right amounts of iron, but vitamin C enhances the absorption of iron. So mm. uh, like with anything, not too little, not too much, just right. Same thing with supplements. Um, and the way we determine, uh, my, myself and my team determine which, which supplements does, does a client need um, is a combination of these objectives. So we have them fill out a very detailed symptom questionnaire. Oh, and occasionally when we be objective, which is blood work and maybe more advanced testing like saliva, urine, um, et cetera. Right. So you really get to understand who the, uh, you know, you're, you're working with. And also, uh, when you pull out the blood work, you can't hide anything there. Obviously at the end of the day, let's just be real. Correct. However, there are, there are things called false positives and false negatives. Okay. False positives, uh, means that, that the blood work shows that you have something when you don't have it. There are also false negatives. It shows that you don't have something when you do have it. Uh, so you, so it, it's important to be able to learn how to interpret blood work, keeping in mind uh, what which tests are likely to be false positive and which tests are likely to be false negative. And that is interesting too, because the false negative, I mean, that is uh, 
kind of scary when you think about it. It's like, oh, yeah. you could have something, but it's tasting negative. It's very uh, interesting yeah, how the body works. Exactly. So crazy, exactly. dude. The body is a fascinating thing. And uh, that's why you said that. There's, you have to work a, a plan per the person. Who are yeah. the type of people that you really love synergizing with, Igor? Who are the type of people that you really like love working with? Uh, the vast majority of our clients are basically the people that I write my books for. People with diabetes, with high blood pressure, arthritis, osteoporosis. Uh, people where we can really make a tangible difference in their health and uh, years to their life and life to their years. If we can take their blood, pre- blood, sh- well, blood pressure from high to normal, uh, we've probably added between one and three years to their life. Not only that, we've added life to their years. Their later years are not going to be spent in a hospital or nursing home. They're going to be spent playing with their grandkids, traveling, dancing, golfing, playing tennis. Love Same it. with blood sugar. If we can uh, take their, their blood sugar from, I apologize, on these international units. Um, if we can take them down from 9.0 to 5.0, again, we've added between one and five years to their life. Wow. Uh, and again, life to their ears. Yeah, because when you are in, uh, I remember hearing about inflammation, how inflammation just comes in, and, and especially in our later years of life, just attacks us in so many different ways. And, uh, very important to, uh, you know, fight inflammation, keep pushing yourself, uh, keep that mitochondria strong in your body. Uh, do you believe in like bone broth and things like that? Do you like, uh, you know, so not, that's not necessarily a supplement, but it's just a, a drink you can drink. Uh, it's becoming a little more popular more and more for people's gut health. I like it to get a little bit of protein as well. Uh, yeah. And just instead of yeah. drinking protein shakes and things like that, it's kind of a different way of getting protein. Yeah, on, on the topic of bone broth, the, the research on it is very light. However, um, there should be some some, ca- some caution taken with it. Really? Um, okay. Yes, you get some, some nutrients from the bone broth, but you also get the anti-nutrients and the heavy metals. Uh, mm. For example, um, the, the heavy metal lead is stored in bones. So if you boil bones, you kind of liberate the, the lead as well. So you're, you're, you're taxing your body with, bone, uh, with, with lead. Mm. Um, so that's one thing to mind. Um, the, the other thing about bone broth is that we're not quite sure yet whether it's working or not. Now, there's mechanistic evidence that it could work, but we don't know whether it's proven in people to work. Um, and that's where I say there's a difference between proven, unproven, and disproven. Disproven means we, we know whether it works or not. It doesn't right. work. Right. But unproven is we don't know if it works or not. So if you want to run an experiment on yourself, do something for three months uh, before you do it, get your blood work, get your symptoms, do it for three months, and retake your, your blood work and symptoms. If you see an improvement, awesome, keep it going. If you don't see any change, if you like it, whatever, keep going. If you see a negative change, stop it. Mm. Like right? So I'm sure, like um, you said, like with anything, just keep that in moderation. Uh, don't drink bone broth maybe every day. Try to do uh, three yeah. three days a week or something like that. Uh, it's expensive, yeah, yeah. too. Bone broth is expensive, guys. It's, it's, yeah, exactly. it's, not a, not a, it's, it's not a cheap treat. It's like three bucks a, you know, a, a, a drink. And uh, it's an yeah. acquired taste as well. I'll just be real with you. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Also, on the topic of uh, inflammation, there seems to be this whole war on inflammation. Yes. However, not because it's justified, it's not because it's not justified. Um, let, think about it this way. The body doesn't really make anything useless. There's a reason inflammation is there. Inflammation is a repair process. So for whatever reason, rightly or wrongly, your body perceives that there's a need to repair something. Mm. Um, in other words, if you sprain your ankle, you definitely want inflammation. Otherwise, right. you won't repair the ankle. Right. right. Um, so we, we should distinguish between acute inflammation and chronic inflammation. Got but it. if there is chronic inflammation, do we just squash it or do we figure out what's causing the inflammation to begin with? It's the equivalent of this. Let's say you go, you go, you go get your blood test, you're on the inflammatory markers like homocysteine, CRP, et cetera, and it shows that, yeah, you're inflamed. 
but what's causing that inflammation? Uh, if we just take a bunch of curcumin or fish oil and just squash that inflammation, did we really solve the problem or did we take out the warning signal? Gotcha. And I'll make an analogy. If you're driving your car and on your dashboard, you see the warning light come on, do you fix what it's telling you to fix or do you take out the light? Right? Totally makes Same sense. Thing. We don't want to squash the inflammation per se. We want to figure out what's causing it, address the real root cause. So dig deeper. Is it something viral, bacterial, parasitic? Is it something else? Um, address those issues and maybe the inflammation will take care of itself. Now, if there's nothing else going on, maybe it, is, it's, it, it may be beneficial um, to reduce inflammation to a reasonable level. Um, with aging, it's actually beneficial, desirable, and healthy to have some degree of low-level inflammation. Just some degree. Now, of course, there is. I mean, if it if it's like a runaway low level inflammation, it's no longer low level. It's high level inflammation, gotcha. and we do want to reduce that. Um, so there's a time and a place for inflammation. It's not useless. It's beneficial in the right amounts. That's interesting. I didn't know. I, it, it's always I always learn something new. Uh, and, and obviously, there's a big push with CBD uh, helping inflammation. And I uh, I drink a little drink called Kill Cliff. It kind of has like 25 grams of CBD. I'll say this. I feel a little less anxiety and, and, uh, and stress in my life when I have a little CBD in my, in my, yeah. in my, in my routine, uh, not like you said, not too much, not too little, just kind of that right amount. 25 grams for me is what seems to work. Uh, and I don't know all the internal, but I uh, don't feel exactly the same aches and pains as I did, uh, you know, even my younger years, uh, you know, in life. Uh, so it's something's there, yeah. something, something to it. So a small amount. And, uh, I yeah. like, I like your, your point of everything in, in moderation, there, man. Yeah, yeah, same thing with inflammation, moderation, CBD, THC, and moderation. But CBD does have excellent uses in chronic pain. 100%, dude. Now, my man, we're about to take you into our top 10. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> Let's go. Apple or Android? Android. Android. Netflix or YouTube? Oh, Netflix. Easy. Netflix. <laughs> Instagram or Facebook? Uh, I, I'm older than my years. Uh, Facebook. <laughs> Let's go. The OG platform. Chicken or steak? Oh, steak. Steak. What's your favorite cut of steak? What's your favorite cut of steak? Uh, I like beef medium rare. Uh, medium well. Medium well. There you go. Uh, and laptop or a, a smartphone? Oh, laptop. 100%. Laptop. Get the focus. Get, keep the distractions away. And uh, Spotify or Pandora for music and content or the audio content? Spotify. Spotify, movies or video games to relax? Oh, movies, 100%. Movies. I haven't played a video game in like 17 years. Right? Me too, man. I'm like, I'm like I remember the old days of uh, before you had to do shit, right? <laughs> yeah, Mortal Kombat and Super Smash Brothers. Right. Yes, exactly. Before we have priorities, clients, customers, uh, lives, families. And uh, hey, those that like to play video games, shout out to you. I would say, like you say, everything in moderation. Just keep that sweet spot. That's Whatever right. makes you happy. Uh, reading books or listening to books? Reading. Reading books. I'm a visual learner and I recall way better when I read. Nice. Get that visual. Uh, it's, it's something to that, how having that physical words in front of you. Uh, had a guest on recently says likes to listen to the book and then uh, if he likes it, he buys the book. It's a good strategy. You know? I, having said that, I, I do both. I'll listen to books and I'll read books, but if I have to choose one or the other, reading over listening. Absolutely. And then like nothing like soaking up those words and uh, but also uh, a dude that I had on the show, Dr. Sam Bakhtiar, he did pass, unfortunately. A yeah. great dude in fitness. Unbelievable guy. I had him on the show. I had him on the podcast. And uh, he would always, he told me, hey, dude, start listening to books and listening to stuff while you're working out. And that 
changed my mindset. He said, treat yourself on the weekends to the music. And during the weekdays, use that time to uh, soak up uh, podcasts and books and things like that and interviews and stuff like that, because you're doing, you know, the two things at the same time. And, you know, typically I always run to music, but he changed my mindset on that. And uh, although he's passed, rest in peace, my dude out there, uh, you know, that has been a, a great use of time, you know, working on a treadmill, listening to audiobook. You know, yep. things I'll like do that. audiobooks or or podcasts while I'm while I'm driving because I can't yes. obviously can't read while I'm driving. Right. So I can at least use it somewhat productively by by listening to something. I so call awesome. my car my university on wheels. Love that, dude. Love that university on wheels. Uh, if you're thinking about investment, stocks or real estate, uh, stocks for me. Stocks, baby. Uh, Shopify, a uh, great Canadian stock. Great Canadian <laughs> stock. Oceans or lakes? If you're taking a vacation. Oh. That's a tough one because uh, I used to live in Israel, so I used to be by the Mediterranean Sea. Ooh, uh, yes. Now I'm in Toronto, Lake Ontario. But Mediterranean Sea is is warm. Lake Ontario is 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 cold, freezing cold. One of the hottest days of the year. Right. So I'll go with oceans. <laughs> yeah, give me some ocean. You can jump in and feel good. Unless you have some real big balls like Wim Hof, you can jump into the. Uh, yeah, that cold. ain't me. <laughs> <laughs> I jumped into Lake Tahoe when it was freezing cold one time because I was like, I had to do it. We took a, a boat out to the middle of Lake Tahoe, and Lake Tahoe is known for just being pristine, no yeah. driftwood, nothing. It was like I was in Antarctica, dude. I jumped in and I felt like the cold, a cold I've never felt in my life before. Uh, <laughs> uh, and probably never do it again. Tells <laughs> your bones. You gotta have that. Gotta have that warm, warm. Uh, uh, at least that warm weather to come out to. Uh, yeah, when exactly. you're when you're waking up for your day, my man, you're getting yourself ready, pumped, energized to take on the day's challenges. Why do you love being you? Um, I, I love almost every minute of my day. I get to work. Uh, first of all, I get to wake up whenever I want to wake up without an alarm clock. Ooh, nice. um, I get to work with the clients that I want to work with. I, there's not a single client that I'm looking through my schedule. And I'm going, oh, I don't want to work. this. like every client I'm looking forward to working with. Love uh, my staff are great. Um, I love talking to every one of them. Um, if they work my staff, we'd be friends. Um, the great, just great people. Um, I love writing. I love writing my books. I love doing podcasts like this. Uh, I love almost every minute of every day. There's a few minutes I don't like, but for the most part, every day is great. <laughs> we can, we have to be real. We're on the B-Roll show. Not every day, not every moment is great, but most moments are great in life, dude. That's the way to look at it. Do you think you'll ever retire from the game of uh, coaching fitness, building, writing books, things like that, building a business? On the morning of my funeral. There we go, baby. <laughs> Keep the mind in the game. That was another thing Doc, uh, Dr. Sam said uh, was about talking about the mind, the synapses in the brain, and uh, we yeah. lose those when we're, we're not challenged. So it's very important to yeah. keep challenged, right? I mean, there's, there's, like, there's, no, there's no retirement to look forward to because um, I love what I do. Why would I stop doing what I love? Right. I get the, the the concept of retirement. When you don't like what you do, you look forward to doing something else. I right. what I do. I don't want to stop. <laughs> I think retirement is, is not – not uh, does not exist for entrepreneurs or those that run their own businesses or like yourself that are in control of your own time. Like you said, you're in control of your time, yeah. destiny. When you're not in control of your own time, hey, you got to be over here at uh, seven o'clock every morning and you can't skip this or this and that. Hey, then people start getting, you know, I want to someday clock out, you know, and uh, and I get that yeah. mindset too. But uh, for most of my entrepreneurs, uh, I think that's a good mindset. Uh, we're, we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're calling on the day we, we're out of here. You know what I mean? Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. I also can't think of what to do. Like right now, work is occupying like 75 to 85 hours per week for me. What what would I do if I stopped? I have no 100%. clue. 
100 percent, dude 100 percent. yeah you can only play so much golf you can only work out so much you can only you know yeah. watch youtube videos or netflix or whatever so much so it's like yeah i mean you're absolutely right and especially most importantly if you love what you do and you really uh lean into that and uh and even through those tough moments you kind of keep that atmosphere or, or environment uh for your clients, dude, because it's so important, dude. I know that's so important. Even when I'm on the show or whenever in life, it's so important to have that positive mindset. Do you have a routine on starting your day when you do wake up? Nope, not really. I wake up, I go to the nice. washroom, I brush my teeth, and I start working. Let's <laughs> go. I like that. Get going. Uh, is there a skill that you're trying to master right now? Something you're trying to get better at? Push yourself, uh, et cetera? Tennis. Tennis, okay. Um, I took uh, I took tennis when I was a kid, when I was uh, seven or eight years old. Um, then I took a thirty, no, not, not almost a thirty year break, and uh, now I'm playing tennis three to five times per week. But I kind of suck, nice. so I want to get better at it. How how are you trying to get better at? It? Do you uh, just playing? Obviously, activity, continue to practice. Uh, playing, but also, um, so I, I did martial arts for a long time. And in martial arts, they say you should actually be sparring 20% of the time, but drilling 80% of the time. Gotcha. So I kind of do that with tennis. So I, I run drills um, for, you know, maybe not 80%, but 40, 50% I run drills, but the other uh, 56% I play. Playing with others. That's smart, dude. So you're really taking it. And that's a great workout too. That's an incredible yeah, workout. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Back and forth. And uh, you really got to have your knees strong and... Uh, Strengthens your whole body, um, especially lower half, but a whole body, man. It's a great workout. Yeah, it's a uh, Do you have a favorite app that helps you run your business? Uh, a tool that helps kind of keep the business in line and uh, keeps everyone on on the go? Oh, man, I'm so technologically inept that if you saw my schedule, it's literally a text document, TXT. Oh, wow. Um, okay, nice. Okay, yeah. so you keep it old school. I like that. Yeah. I got and physical my, paper, my, too. My, I'm all about that. I'm yeah, all about that. Yeah, even old school. Or my um, the rest of the time is very basic Microsoft apps like uh, Word, Excel, PowerPoint. Those, those are my big three. Love those. And then and beautiful thing about, like about uh, Google, a lot of those are free now. If you don't have Microsoft, uh, yeah, although exactly. Microsoft is so damn cheap now, it's like what five, ten bucks or whatever it is a month. Uh, yeah. Very, very, very affordable. What you get in value is incredible as far as what yeah. you can do. Well, I, Powerpoints, yeah. etc. Although I will say this. Although not an app, um, I, my, my, I love my email marketing software. Um, I use ActiveCampaign. Um, oh, yes, Active. With them. I just use them. Um, but they, they, they really helped me run my business. And in, as of 2019, email marketing has been the, the biggest source of new clients for me. Huge. As someone that had social media business, I always say, hey, get all contacts possible. Email is very, very important. Build that relationship, provide value. You can do some promotion giveaways. There's many things you can do on there. But uh, that's a, connect a network you actually own, you know, unlike uh, yeah. the social networks, unfortunately, they can limit your uh, distribution, et cetera, based on that they, they want to run ads. They want to run more ads. I mean, that's kind of happened yeah, since yeah. the 12 years I've been running my social media business. It's, that's basically what's been going on. And we're fighting the algorithms and we're working on new things and we're running some ads. But uh, you're constantly having to challenge that versus if you have an email list, hey, that's you, you know, you send yeah. it out. That and they can share it to a friend. They can do all sorts of things, and uh, yeah, exactly. Very powerful, when dude. First, uh, when Facebook first came out, I believe the reach was something like twenty to forty percent of your contacts saw your, saw your content. Now I think it's about one percent, unless you get likes, comments, like one to five. Yeah, it's one to five percent typically, unless you are, are really viral and you're just going yeah. off the roof. You know, um, we have seen we'll see some in the ten to twenty percent range again, 
but the post yeah. has to just have a ton of content. And mostly, to be honest with you, Igor, it's around uh, contests, you know, that people are sharing, yeah, yeah, exactly. things like that. Uh, those things always work. I would say a $5 gift card, $20 Starbucks, or $20 yeah. in your favorite whatever tends to get a lot of engagement. And now more than ever, it's really important to trick the algorithms uh, because what they'll yeah. do is like, if you don't have that, you won't see your next post. So uh, exactly. you know, pl- yeah. platforms are tricky now. You know, they're really tricky. Uh, if you could sit down and chop it up uh, to a lovely steak dinner with anyone in the world, who would you want to sit down and talk to uh, today, tonight? They're coming to you, the six. Um, the person that I usually have dinner with, my girlfriend. <laughs> I love that, my dude. I love that. How long have you guys been dating? Uh, about two and a half years. Nice. You're going to pop the ring one day? Maybe soon. <laughs> She's not listening. She's not listening. Don't worry. No, we got we got to pre we got to pre listen it. We got to pre launch it before the date. No, that's good, man. Heck yeah, heck yeah, bro. I know it's a scary thing uh, being married, uh, you know, as a man, uh, but it's a beautiful thing, brother. You'll see your life expand, and uh, you know, having a good partner only can make you a better man, dude. So, commend 100%. you, brother, for leaning on that. And uh, at some point, you'll be a king and uh and ready for that moment uh when you're ready dude. when you're ready dude. Uh, no rush there's no rush you know? <laughs> it's a scary thing for us guys let's be real <laughs> i remember shaking I that you. ring shaking in my pocket and i was like oh my god i gotta pull this thing out immediately uh it was crazy <laughs> once you get the ring bro in your pocket you're gonna be like should i do it now should i do it even if you have something prepared it, it, your mind just like I, I gotta get this thing out it's 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 uh yeah, yeah, yeah. When's the right moment? When's the right moment? Exactly. Plus, you're so damn nervous, I think, is what it is. That uh, your girl be able to sniff it out, man. So uh has there yeah, been yeah. a yes, book no outside fact. of the ones you've written? Has there been a book that you either reread or just kind of sticks to your soul? Um, so I'm I'm kind of pretty boring with my books. Although I read a ton of books, 70 to 80 books per year, they're all in the realm of exercise, nutrition, marketing, and sales. I love it. Uh, yeah, so uh, the books I uh, they I really like in the exercise realm are the books written by a gentleman named Pavel Tatsulin. Hmm. Um, he's credited with bringing the kettlebell to North America. And my favorite, uh, my favorite, uh, his uh, my favorite books of his are Power to the People, uh, The Naked Warrior, which naked means without equipment, not without clothes, um, <laughs> and um, uh, Super Joints. Ooh, those nice. are probably my three favorites. I'm gonna have to check out one of those on Audible. I love the kettlebell. What an incredible, uh, a incredible, uh, if you want to call it weight, a, a tool that you can do so many different things with. And, uh, and obviously we get to, you got the weights right here. I got the, 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 uh, what are these, the Nordic track weights that they're very cool. Cause they can go from five pounds to 50 pounds, you know, real quick. I've had those for years, but once you get that kettlebell involved, it can do so many different things. And, uh, the kettlebell swing, you know, it, that in yeah. itself is just such a powerful movement for your joints and your body. And, uh, you get doing those for 60 seconds or a minute or five minutes or two minutes or 10 minutes of swings. And you'll, uh, you'll start feeling a little sweat there, folks. I can guarantee that. Yeah. Great for both your heart and your, and your glutes. Love that. And the glutes, baby. Keep that, keep that good in the, in the saddle. Uh, well, where is your favorite place for people to find out more about the business? My man, I, I really appreciate your soul and energy. And we're going to put that in the show notes. Uh, so more people can connect to you and find more about you, my man. Awesome. Well, like I said, if uh, I'm, I'm very bad with social media, but if somebody wants to read my articles and uh, hear more from more podcasts that I'm doing, um, they can get a free, uh, like I mentioned earlier, PDF version of the book if they just visit fitnesssolutionsplus.ca slash stop exercising, like the title of the book. And we're going to make that super easy for you guys and put that in the show notes so you can just click the show notes and, uh, and click the link because I think that, uh, dude, you are, are providing an incredible value for the world and, uh, we need more people like you, man, because we need to keep us healthy. 
uh, you know, and not only doing that through taking a pill and making it easy, things like that. Some of this stuff is hard work. You know, you got to put in the work, but then also you need to surround yourself with professionals that can get you into the right place faster, I would say, than you can do on yourself and hold yourself accountable, which is so important. If you don't have accountability, you're going to be off to the ranges, man. And, you know, it, it's very, very yeah. important because we don't know everything and it's very important to, uh, to learn from professionals. So shout out to you, my dude. I always say to all my guests, the world is full of abundance, my man. You have already created a ton in your life, but dude, you will can create more. You are going to create continued success, more books, more opportunities, uh, speaking engagements as we get back open uh, for you, as well as obviously like, it's, let's just be real, results for your customers and clients and changing their lives, giving them more life expectancy. And uh, like you said, letting them live a little better in those later years of life. So shout out to you, my man, Igor. Uh, folks, you've been hanging out with my man, Igor Klibanoff. And Travis Too Tall and Huff, we want to thank you again for your time today. And let's keep being real. What another epic episode. And uh, if you enjoyed the episode today, can you please do me a favor and subscribe to our podcast, The Be Real Show, on iTunes or your favorite podcast platform. And also take a little time today, if you don't mind, and give your boy T. Huff a review. I would really super appreciate it. And thank you so much for listening today. Do you want to get featured on podcast, guys? You can be a guest. And that's right. You have a story and the people, uh, the good folks at I Love Podcasts. That's I-L-U-V podcasts.com. Do that every single day. This is a new company, guys, in the space of podcast agency. And they realize a lot of the people in the, the space are just, it's just a commodity. And it does, they don't care. And these folks care. And I literally love Kenny and the team at I Love Podcast, and they are doing it right for their customers. So you guys can be a guest on a show. I love podcast.com. That's I L U V podcast.com. Let's go.